Welcome back to To Swallow an Elephant, Life with Achalasia, my journey to finding diagnosis and dealing with a rare disease called achalasia. I'm so glad that you've come back. We are now in part four of following along as I seek a diagnosis and then treatment for achalasia, and I am ready to pick up where we ended. So I hope you have all been well, and let's dive in. So I had last finished up with um, the end of 2020. We were in the middle of the pandemic, and I had just undergone uh, quite a few tests and received a diagnosis through my local gastroenterologist office of achalasia. Um, from that point forward. We just started trying to figure out what we needed to do. Um, my local GI let me know that really the only options would be um, to pursue surgery because of the state my esophagus was in. Um, pneumatic dilations and Botox injections were not going to be an option for me anymore after the, the first series of treatments just because it would provide further damage for my esophagus. And create scar tissue, which would make surgery a little bit difficult down the road. Um, so he did mention um, that there was only one doctor that was doing the POEM surgery, the POEM surgery, um, a couple of hours from us, but he was brand new at all of it and had not done very much um, of the surgeries at all. So that made us a little bit nervous, even though that's where he would have referred us to, just simply because there was so little um, in our area, um, so few resources, even in our entire state. So I joined the Facebook groups for um, Ecclesia Support and found out about the Cleveland Clinic um, that was providing treatment and surgery and support for those of us with achalasia. And I heard the name Dr. Raja and Dr. Gabbard. And so I started looking into them and requested a referral. And I didn't know how that was going to go down because I knew Cleveland Clinic was huge. And how in the world were we going to get in to these amazing doctors? I just wasn't sure. So we started the entire process to get all of our paperwork sent over to Cleveland Clinic and just begin the referral process. Within a week or two, I started following up with my local office because I hadn't heard anything. And by the time I got a hold of anybody, it had been between one and two months when we came to realize that all of my paperwork had been sent to the wrong office. A few states down from us. It wasn't even the Cleveland Clinic, and it was just kind of a mess. So we got all of that figured out. And by March, I had received a phone call from Cleveland Clinic scheduling desk to set up an appointment for me to come in April of this year. I remember that day so well. It was a sunshiny March day, and my family and I were eating a picnic outside, enjoying the warm weather when I got the call, and it was just really emotional. I remember lots of hugging and just excitement as we started to make plans to finally get to meet somebody that would help us with the next steps. Over the next few weeks, we just started planning and getting ready for our trip. 
we had decided that we were going to take our two small children with us and just make a big road trip out of it. Um, At that time, my son was two and a half and my daughter was uh, six months old. And so, oh, I'm sorry. No, not six months old. She was nine months old. I had that wrong, (laughs) but we were really excited, started making plans and deciding what we wanted to do along the way. Um, Both of my parents graciously um, decided to meet us in Ohio so that they could help with our kids while we were busy with appointments, um, seeing different doctors and having tests done. It would be one big full day. Um, So again, we just started started the planning process. It was really exciting and really fun for us. We got lots of cool um, cool gear for our car and for traveling with small kids. And it was just a really exciting time, to be honest. Finally, April was here. And um, we took several days to get to Cleveland, saw lots of really cool things along the way. And um, once we got up there, got settled into our really cute Airbnb, um, my parents met us and we explored Cleveland a little bit, just had a great time together. Um, And the big day was there. Got to meet Dr. Gabbard and Dr. Raja both. They're amazing, brilliant doctors. And they educated us a lot on what we were dealing with and uh, explained the surgeries Dr. Raja said he felt like it would be a better idea for me to get the heller myotomy, but left the decision up to me. We decided that's what we wanted to do, and he said he could fast-track us into getting surgery within the next month or two. So we, we honestly left really encouraged and excited while also really nervous. <laughs> he told us a lot about the surgery. It would be pretty intensive, what recovery would look like. There were still some unknowns just because there were things he wouldn't really know until he did an endoscopy the day before surgery. And so um, there was still a lot up in the air, but it seemed very hopeful and exciting. I think enough stress had fallen off our shoulders that we were able to just enjoy the rest of the trip home and see different sites and settle into honestly getting ready for going back and having surgery within the next few weeks. It wasn't very long, probably just a few days or up to a week when uh, we got home that we had a surgery date for the end of May and we started making plans. This time it was a little bit more stressful because we knew we would be gone for at least a week and we were going to leave our our kids um, back at home with grandparents and it was just a long time. We'd never been away from them that long. It was really emotional for me, especially to think through all of that. I was still breastfeeding my daughter and just as any mother knows that has to be separated from a child during those precious months, it's just really hard. And um, it was going to be hard to be away from my son too. They both just depended on us, but We knew that we had to do this in order for me to be a better mom, a more present mom. I was going to need to take care of my body and have the surgery done. And that kind of became my anthem throughout the next few weeks of getting ready is I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for me. 
I'm doing this for my husband, for our family, to get me better so that I can be more present. And I knew that we would get through. I knew that my faith would get us through. I haven't talked about that much on this podcast yet, but I am a Christian, and I I believe in God, and I believe that He gets us through things that are really hard in life. And I just knew that He would. <laughs> we finally made it to the end of May, and we're all ready to take off. My mother-in-law was staying in our home with us um, to help take care of the kids while we were gone. As she and my mom tag-teamed throughout that time, and we snuggled our little ones into bed and headed for the airport, um, or the hotel beside the airport. We would leave early the next day. Our kids were all sleeping, and I probably cried most of the way <laughs> to where we were going. It was really stressful for us to leave the kids, um, but we knew that we were doing this for them. I just kept Again, telling myself over and over that it was going to be okay. I was doing this to be a better mom, a more present um, mother. And I was doing it for my husband and myself, of course, and our family. Um, I needed to get better. And so we made it to the airport. We um, flew out the next day and got to Cleveland in the afternoon. Um, got settled into our hotel, rested a little bit. And at this point, I was on a clear liquid diet, and I had been for a couple of days, and so I was really exhausted um, just from that and trying to stay hydrated. But I remember being really foggy throughout the whole thing. That night, we had to get a COVID test for me before surgery, so I took care of that. And the next day, I had an endoscopy and um, several other tests getting ready for surgery appointments with Dr. Raja and um, just different medical staff and we were all ready and just settled into the hotel the night before surgery and we were the first person or I was the first person to have surgery the next morning on a Thursday so we were up very early prepping um, and there it was it was surgery day I was so excited and so scared but uh, I don't think either of us were prepared for what the next few days would hold. I'm going to go ahead and finish up this episode um, of part four of my journey to diagnosis and surgery. And I look forward to talking to you next time as we dive into what surgery day looked like and the days in recovery. It was a very unexpected um, and challenging time for my husband and I, but I look forward to sharing a little bit more about that with you next time.